the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. everyone out there in the Seattle area, at least in this rainy weather. I actually managed to have a walk this evening before I came to the station, of course, with an umbrella and lots of warm clothing. So I hope that everyone out there is having a wonderful time this evening because Seattle really is is about rain. Don't you think, Tom? You know, it is. It it really is. And I don't mind it. Me neither. I like it. It's beautiful and it cleans out the air and circulates healthier energy. It does and it smells good. It smells great. The rain smells awesome. Right. It (laughs) smells great. I really like the way that it smells here, me being from Arizona Mm. in the desert in the Southwest. Mm. The the whole climate up here being drastically different than the Southwest. Right. I love the way that it smells out here in the wintertime. I think that there's a very distinctive smell to the wintertime air here and it just smells awesome. I'm so glad you like it. I yeah, it. it's wonderful. Yeah. So tonight we don't have any guests. It's the Marie Manu Cherry Show where energy and medicine meet. If you're listening for the first time or you've been a frequent listener, thank you so much. We love having callers and we enjoy all the comments that we re- receive through my website about how much you enjoy the program. Um, so tonight I'm going to be talking about the second chakra and of course answering people's phone calls. And Tom, could you give out that number? Um, Yeah. Let me find where I have <laughs> yours written down here someplace real quick. Hold on here, one second. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that number is one eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. One more time so people can write that down. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. Great. And this is toll free from anywhere um, around the country. Um, so feel free to call in. We'll be happy or I'll be happy to answer your questions. So Tom's here is our audio engineer helping me out in the studio. And Marilee is answering the phones. And it's actually Marilee's birthday tomorrow. So if you call in, maybe wish her a happy birthday for tomorrow. So the second chakra is located right below the belly button. And it's all about passion. In fact, I call it the juicy chakra. The juicy chakra. Yeah, because it's all about your career, the amount of money you create or resources that are in your life. It's about all of your intimate partnerships, close personal friends, and creativity. Hmm. So we usually worry about at least one aspect of the second chakra. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. Packed in there. And, and sometimes we worry about more than that, right? Oh, yeah. We add several of those elements into our worries. So what I've learned over the years about studying energy medicine is that it's really important to feel impassioned about every area of your life. So your work, your love, your friends, the resources that you create, that you feel excited and passionate about it. And I think some people really don't know how to feel passion and truly don't know how to feel real joy. So it's really hard to gauge, is this a passionate move for me? Is yeah. this a joyful decision for me. And that's why people get confused and kind of sidetracked in their life and become disappointed because they don't really know how to feel joy. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I would just say that that's just good advice to live by. <laughs> love, love what you're doing all the right. time. Because, exactly. I mean, otherwise, what's the point, really? Well, that's how I feel. Yeah. Absolutely. And I notice we already have a caller on the line, so why don't we go ahead and start taking those phone calls? We do. We have Sharon on the line with us. Hi, Marie. This is Sharon. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Well, fine. I'd like to call in. The, was it Mary Lee that was having a birthday? Yes. Well, happy birthday to Mary Lee. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Well, thanks for your great show. Really enjoy listening to it. And I was just listening to a little bit of the preview there where you were talking about the second chakra. Right. And I think that might blend right into my question. Okay. Uh, I'm a career woman of around 45 years old. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering if it's time for me to get into that second act where I need to look for a new career based on my skill sets. I'm currently in a company that I've been with for four years and don't necessarily find that passion, at least with the product. Right. So yeah. I'm kind of wondering what your thoughts are and at what point do you decide to take that jump to another team? Well, I actually think I know you. Is that true? Yes, that's really yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm actually seeing, um, I'm seeing you laying on my table, so I know who you are. Right. And, and I know we've had this conversation about careers before, but maybe several years ago, because you did make a change. I guess it was right around that four-year time period you made a change. Is that correct? Right. I made a change within the company from oh. one position to another. So okay. I went from a marketing capacity into a sales role. Right. And you know, sales is interesting, but it, it is None of that, whether it's marketing or sales, it's really not your passion. I think initially you can get excited about something, but then after a while you're like, okay, well, that's interesting. You get bored with, right. with the whole situation. And so, um, so Sharon, when you're thinking about what brings you joy, what brings you joy? Right. Well, I have a really strong passion right now to try to find some avenue to use my skills to help other people. Right. Right. But, I get a lot of, you know, that brings me joy when I can sit back and see that I've achieved a goal. Uh-huh. Well, he, here's the thing, and I think we talked about this when you were in my office, which I think has been a little while, maybe two and a half years, perhaps. Right, right. right. Yeah. Is that um, one of the things I was um, hoping to help you do is to feel your feelings. And your feelings are actually in your second chakra because the there's an aura that surrounds your body. And the second layer of the auric field, which is called the emotional response center, is the emotions that you have for you in your life. And one of the things we talked about is when you feel overly concerned for people, overly responsible, and you have a hard time saying no, remember? Mm, no, absolutely. <laughs> and so saying no is about sitting in that lower half of your body or somewhere outside of your brain and really feeling your feelings. Is the next step that I'm gonna, about to take in my life, is it going to bring me joy? Or am I doing it out of obligation to other people? And so I would recommend that you spend more time sitting in your lower abdomen because even though I could pull some things out of the air that may lead you towards the next career, I truly think that you have to spend more time really being honest with your own emotions. That's what I think. I mean, clearly you could work with other people. You mean you're talented, you're kind, you're sweet, you have a lovely voice, you have a great presence. There's many things you could do. However, there's... Um, be because you're not connected with your emotions, it's going to be really hard, if not almost, I mean, difficult for you to identify what is your passion because you don't spend enough time in your body for yourself. You have this, you get sidetracked by other people's problems in your lives, particularly your family members. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in your family and then you get pulled off in that direction. And then just when you think, okay, I help them enough, they're going to recover, they're going to be fine. And you get back on track on your life and then lo and behold, somebody else has a crisis and you have to go take care of them. Right, exactly. Right. And so have you been able to set any boundaries regarding that? 
Yes, I actually have. Good. I've set a lot of boundaries around my family. They're, they're still there, and they're still wonderful, and I help them as much as I can, but there are boundaries as well. Good. So, so, so if well, you were... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sharon. How would you recommend... Yeah. Um, Getting more in touch with that second chakra Perfect. with my emotions. A- excellent question. What I would ask that you do is to spend 15 minutes a day doing something really joyful. And if that means taking off your socks and shoes and walking on the beach, because I know that's where you used to live is close to a beach, right. it, even though it's raining outside, if it's to get your feet in the in the beach or, you know, um, plant some flowers or do something, because I keep getting the earth for you, like doing something that allows you to be connected to the earth, but anything that's going to bring you enormous joy. One of my friends actually sat in her rose garden every day for 15 minutes, and within a few months of doing that, she did discover her life passion. So a life, a passionate life, is joyful. And so when you can spend time authentically in joy, you actually draw that energy to you. But it has to be based on your joy, not anyone else's joy, not what you think it's supposed to be, but what you really feel inside. So it could really be anything. Right. Right. Not what I think it has to be, but what I feel it has to be. What you feel. Right. And, And then once you do that for a little while, even a couple of weeks, Um, perhaps we can move a little bit further down this track and I'll be able to actually identify more areas that you could investigate. But you'll need to connect to your joy first. Right. So just spend some time feeling the emotions. 15 minutes every day immersing yourself. Oh, I think I can do that. I think, well, I, I know that people can, but people think, oh yeah, I can do that. It is a little bit more complicated. And then to be consistent in it, because part of this is also about self-valuing. And if you value yourself enough, then you also believe that you deserve to have a joyful life, to have an impassioned life, to have a career that makes you sing to the to the ethers, right? Yes. yes. And so that's part of, you know, how, how much time are you going to give yourself to be in joy and how many days in a row are you going to do that? So consistency and figuring out what makes Sharon happy. Right. Right. Oh, that's great. So that's, that's your a good homework. reminder because I, I think that as we get wrapped up in day-to-day uh, adventures, we forget about those things. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and do that for a couple of weeks and then call back on the show in, in a couple of weeks, and then we can move from there. That's a deal. Thank okay. you. You're Thanks, welcome. Marie. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good. And, and so isn't that interesting how many people really don't know how to feel passion? And That's true. It's really true. And, mm-hmm. and I think that um, sometimes when we're younger— we do. I mean, one of the things I loved to do when I was um, a teenager is I loved to dance. And of course, you know, at that time, disco was really popular and underage discos. And that's what I did on with my free time. And then as more responsibility set into our lives, and if we marry and have children and all of these things, we begin to put the other people's needs and their happiness in front of ours. Yeah. And then if you haven't discovered your passion or your career or your destiny at that point, then you end up doing some backtracking. Mm. You end up just kind of stuck doing something. Right. To make ends meet and support everybody. And then you're uh, finding out later on you're not happy. And one of the things I found out when people do discover their passion or their life path, they are richly rewarded for it. So Mm. it doesn't mean that you have to have a life of poverty, you know, just because you're doing something that is maybe more artistic or creative. It it means that you step into your own. And so, of course, you're going to be rewarded for it. Mm. Um, I noticed, Tom, that we have another another caller on the on the line. We do. We have uh, D-Man. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes, that's right. How you guys doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing fine. It's, it is very beautiful in the Northwest. Uh, <laughs> with the rain and it the, is. You know, it's gorgeous. Yes, and I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm so glad that you do. Um, I was trying to find a, 
a holistic way for like I don't know. It was more of a physical thing, but maybe even sometimes healing yourself, you can do it without medicine. Just like the mental, I, I'm a strong believer in like the mental. Um, if you tell yourself you're going to be sick, you know, enough, right. you're going to be sick. Right. The mind is so strong. Right. Although so, I, I am sensing with you that you do need some support, either herbs or vitamins or something of that nature. Like yeah, your immune system is yeah. just a little depleted and you're tired. Yeah. And so you are going to need some sort of support. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 and I've been trying to find that, like, I don't know if it's uh, food or mm-hmm. diet or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if there's like some substance I'm lacking or something. Sure. And, and I'll tell you exactly what I'm seeing, but I'm also going to tell you, um, the cause of it. And, and of course, you just let me know if this is true for you or not. But when I'm in your body, I feel frustration. And so I'm in several areas inside your body where frustration is commonly held. And so I think you have this underlying frustration, and I'm not sure about what. And I think that it somehow affected your immune system. In fact, what I really feel when I'm in your body is an overgrowth of yeast. And so when people have an overgrowth of yeast, they may be eating more sugar or drinking coffee or... Um, um, maybe having too many carbohydrates or just not getting enough rest. And and I had um, back when I was uh, two. I uh, well, I have a baby. On the way. Pardon? I uh, I have a baby on the way. Oh, okay. So it's like and that's a stressor. <laughs> yeah, you can hear all this stuff about men uh, gaining mm-hmm. all the weight as well. I think I have because before I was in the gym and I was working out and I was like starting to take like um, not just because the, there's so much bread out there right I was trying to just like take half of the uh, slice of bread or right. you know, avoiding a biscuit here and there and then you know taking the skin off chicken or whatever but uh, oh. and then I, I gave up on that you know and I, and I know I got to get back to that yeah because because um, I'm in several I'm in your sinus cavities and I'm stuffy and I'm I'm in your intestinal tract and I feel yeah. like the mucosal lining isn't very um it's it's not as healthy and flowing and as voluptuous as I would like it to be. So I am an overgrowth of yeast. Yeah, and, and I've found like olive oil uh, juice. It, mm-hmm. me it actually with, helps a lot with digestion, with, yes. And with my sinuses, like I've been able to cure sinus attacks for like a year at a time. Right. Um, through all the different seasons. Right, with right. Just a, with, a whole, with a fresh bottle of olive oil mm-hmm. juice. Mm-hmm. And, um, but... And also, like you were saying, learning to say no, the boundaries with, like, because we have some teenagers. Right. And just understanding, you know, dealing with that. Um, is saying no often a problem? I mean, I'm thinking, like, maybe I'm just saying no too much, but <laughs> I want to stand firm on, you know, I can't capitulate on, on well, what the issues are. I think you have I think you have to pick your, your battles when it comes to teenagers and young adults who are still a part of our lives and we're still responsible for them. Mm-hmm. I think you really have to pick your battles and some of them may be worth challenging your time with them and others may not. And and learning how to compromise so that teenagers feel like they do have some power, but not giving them an overabundance of um of power in the home so that there's equality in the decision making. And, and maybe that's why I feel the frustration. I'm not really sure, but I'm in many areas of your body and I'm feeling frustrated. And of course, you know, that what works well in terms of food, in terms of, um, you know, calming down yeast is avoiding caffeine and coffee in particular, especially for the intestinal tract, avoiding all carbohydrates. Um, although um, perhaps... The only form... Go ahead. I don't, I don't drink coffee and I don't... Uh, I, I guess chocolate, I guess. 
caffeine. Yeah, and, and that's uh, okay. And maybe some sugar. Right, and the sugars. Because fine the, sugars, yeah. yeast thrives off of sugar. And, of course, stress and, and having your immune system slightly depleted can certainly um, cause that as well. So, so there's a great book out. It's called the um, the Body Ecology Diet. It's I think it's in its seventh edition. It's a fabulous book written, written by a dietitian, and um, I think two dietitians on the cover. And um, th- they talk about food com- combining and how to use just to make healthy foods in your own home that promote a healthy immune system, regardless of what you're um, maybe struggling struggling yeah. with. But candida is a very common yeast um, problem or problem in our bodies and can affect um, autoimmune problems. Please repeat the name again. The Body Ecology Diet. The Body Ecology Diet. Yeah, it's a fabulous book. I feel like I have a strong immune system because I rarely get sick, but like, it's just like I know if, there's, if I can just tweak it somehow. Well, to me, you're young and tough. And, yeah. and that's all great, but pretty soon you, you add five more years, and if this doesn't turn around, um, then you could have some, some more difficult things. You know? And there are things that help, um, of course, balance out yeast, and then, of course, talking to a holistic practitioner about that, but things over-the-counter, um, like taking good biotics, probiotics, things that are even in milk and in yogurt, and all of those things um, help with the stability so that you don't have an overgrowth of yeast and just have a normal amount of yeast in the body. Okay. I, I hope I have a... I'm a first-time caller, and I hope I haven't deterred from your program. No, you're doing great. Yeah, no, thank you. You're doing great. I've enjoyed the conversation. You guys just captured my attention at the good. top of the hour. Thank you for calling. I so appreciate it. And good luck with this. You know, thank you. Good so luck much. with this. You're so I welcome. Think I, I think I'm going to uh, prevail. Oh, of course you will. That, that I know for sure. Right in the right information. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. You're welcome. So we will be right back. We're going to take a little break. And then we'll be back with the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. Marie is excited to announce a new class lineup for next year. In addition to her weekend Reiki workshop, which she will teach twice next year in the Seattle area and once in Oregon, she is adding a new workshop entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. Marie's one-day workshops will include her annual automatic writing class, backed by popular demand. New to the schedule for next year includes a class that will take an in-depth look into understanding illnesses facing children. As more and more of our children are faced with increasing illnesses and challenges, we as members of their families and society need to gain a better understanding as to what is behind these illnesses from a spiritual and energetic basis. Another exciting new class is entitled The Energy Medicine Experience. Join Marie in learning how to expand on the experience of energy medicine. Marie will also continue her traditional monthly evening classes covering a host of interesting topics, new and old, as well as expanding her teachings to outside Washington State. Stay tuned for upcoming dates and further details. Looking for a great holiday gift idea? Make gift giving easier with a gift certificate. Giving the gift that enlightens and inspires is as easy as giving a Marie Manucherry gift certificate. Your gift certificate is presented in an attractive carrier with your personalized message and a copy of Marie's brochure and a current class product listing. Gift certificates will arrive via first class mail and can be used towards any service Marie offers. To purchase gift certificates, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It's a Thursday evening. We are on, we're live every Thursday between 7 and 8, and there will be a recording of this show um, next Thursday afternoon between noon and 1. So an encore show at noon and then the live show at 7. So we're on twice a week, Thursdays, noon, and at 7. Yeah. Yeah, exciting. So back to the second chakra. Yes. So passion. The juicy chakra. The juicy chakra. So when you're driving home, whether you live in an apartment, a condo, a home, or maybe a garage, whatever (laughs) it is, when you're driving into your driveway or parking on your street, you should feel excited about where you're going. You know, you should go like, yeah, I love my house. I love the way it smells. I love the plants. Or or at least find something that you can authentically appreciate and get excited about. When you have positive energy, then energy continues to build and expand and 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 move, which creates change in our lives as well, rather than stagnating. Mm. Mm. So what if you were excited to get home to the couch? I, I like that. I love my couch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how sitting on the couch would create energy, but if you really enjoy it, well, and, and sometimes you're really looking forward to it when <laughs> right. you're home. Right. No, I, I agree with that. And then at the same time, if that's your primary gratitude, then you're probably overworked and really tired <laughs> and you need to reevaluate your work program, right? And come down with something that's more balanced because ba- balance is about flexibility. It's about flow and movement. It's not about standing still. Um, if, if we were on a tightrope or if you were on a tightrope, Tom, if you still stood still on it, you would eventually fall. And so it's important to be balanced. Maybe you have to put weight on your left leg or um, bend backwards just a little bit in order to allow f- the energy to flow into your life. So change and balance are wonderful. And, and so what is our phone number again tonight? If people want to give us a call, they can go ahead and give us a call at 877-825-8828. One more time, that number, one 825 8828 And I, we love all of your questions. It doesn't matter what topic you want to call in. And our last caller, he was actually talking, Demon was talking about the solar plexus, about setting boundaries. And he, so he was right on track about that. Um, being able to love oneself and to honor oneself to appreciate oneself helps build the immune system. And so when we're having a hard time setting boundaries, then our immune system can be depleted. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. So the second chakra governs the reproductive organs, the lower back, the kidneys, the adrenal glands, and the bladder. So it governs these parts of our body. And and so when we're not feeling impassioned in our life and we're feeling that we have to compromise, we have to force ourselves to get up in the morning and go to work and, and all of those things, then those organs can suffer the most. And, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people, especially when it comes to relationship problems, will get lower back pain because perhaps they're not speaking their truth or asking for what they want or they're just really unhappy, but they're terrified to make a change. Oh. And so then the, the energy in the lower back begins to break down and then they begin to have back pain. Hmm. Yeah. So that's what the second chakra is all about. Wow. Yeah. So what makes you impassioned? Well, mm, I know music for yes, one thing. Yes, that's my main one. Uh-huh. Music is the main one. Um, well, it's wintertime. Snow is starting oh, to fall. Oh, that's right. You like to snowboard. I love to snowboard. Um, yeah, that's pretty much working with uh, doing creative stuff mm-hmm. for me, I think, is it. And so when you're up on the mountain snowboarding, what yeah. will be important when you're in that joyful place, that's when you want to spend your energy 
sending energy towards manifesting what you want in your life. So mm-hmm. when you're up snowboarding uh, and you, you're thinking about the career that you want, because you've vocalized to me the type of career you would like, you want to do it in high, passionate energy and really strong, joyful energy. So when you're going down the mountain and you're doing a jump or whatever, yeah. visualize yourself having the career of your dreams, the one that you really, really want. Mm. When people spend time in positive energy manifesting, they are sending powerful energy to their future, which is helping them to co-create whatever it is that they want in their life. Hmm. So worrying about it actually slows down the process and decreases the energy towards what we really want. It actually sends the energy towards the things that we don't want. And that's not good. Well, yeah. Not at all. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to work on actually thinking about things when I'm snowboarding because I kind of zone out. Well, and I don't think you should have to do it all the time. It's like my zen. (laughs) (laughs) And that's very healthy. But maybe the last three minutes of a run, you're going to just feel what it would feel like to be in your dream job. Hmm. Wouldn't that be fabulous? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be wonderful. Um, So what happens when people worry um, because our society actually teaches us if we worry enough about things, we're literally preventing a problem. But that isn't true. Yeah. It, it, we think that we're over-processing, so then we're um, getting rid of any potential downfalls. But the truth is that we're sending negative energy towards something that we don't really want. And, and when that's all the energy that we're sending, then that's exactly what we're creating. Mm. And it takes time and energy to create anything. So people can spend years worrying about something, but then spend two or three minutes not worrying, and they think that that's enough. But it's important mm. to every day. Find some place in your life, some moment where you feel incredibly joyful, and then send the energy forward. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Great. Yeah. And so do we have another caller on the line? We do. Great. We have got... Mike on the line with us. Mike? Great. Oh. No? There we go. There we go. Mike, are you on the line with us? Yes, I am. All right. Hi, Mike. What can I do for you? Well, I have kind of two questions, actually. Great. Uh, One is I have shoulder pain in both my shoulders, and I'm a painter. And I've gone to the doctor, and they say everything's fine in there. It's just swollen. Everything's inflamed. Right. But it's a continual pain that never seems to go away. And, uh, and and it makes me think about changing occupations. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, that's kind of the gist of my questions: is is the shoulder pain? Is it you know strictly from you know overuse? And I just have no idea what to go into from here, other than what I do now. Right. So I'm just open for suggestions. Right. And I actually do think that you're in for a career change, and you have been for at least five years. So, um, in, in other words, five years not feeling as much joy. I think you love the people that you work for and you enjoy creating relationships and you enjoy pleasing people and you certainly do with your work and you have a great reputation. And, and so that is what's actually feeding you. But I don't think you actually really like the day-to-day part of your job anymore. Is that true? Yeah, that's all very true. Mm-hmm. I mean, down to a T. Mm-hmm. And so shoulders are really about burdens, Shoulders, when people have pain, and you have them in both shoulders, so, so bilaterally, um, on the masculine side, which is the right-hand side of the body, and the feminine side, which is the left-hand side of the body, masculine energy is about giving, and feminine energy is about receiving. So you have burdens in the areas of your life where you need to give, and you feel burdens in the areas of your life where you're required to receive. And so what that tells me is that having a hard time setting boundaries or saying no or needing to do what is best in your interest. And even when you do, which you're getting better at, by the way, congratulations. Even when you do, I think you have a tendency to feel guilty about 
saying, hey, I deserve this. What about me? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, and yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And, and so what will be important to do is to, and you're doing it already, you're learning to set boundaries, you're learning to say no, and to not worry about that you're the only person out there to take care of the people that you love in your life, that it's everyone's responsibility to um, to have some effect in, in their own life. In other words, even when we have children, it's still our children's responsibility to do their homework and to keep their rooms clean. And, and if they need more money, then to work out a plan with us or to if they're old enough to get a part-time job. And that when you're shouldering all of the responsibility, even if there's another adult involved who's also not taking on the responsibility and you've allowed that to, to occur, then it can hurt your shoulders. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been about five years since it's really been a, you know, a real noticeable problem. And you're really lucky that you haven't created any structural damage in your shoulders. You're really fortunate. Um, and, and of course, there's you know inflammation, um, but overall you haven't you haven't torn your rotator cuffs, you know, you're, you're not out of joint. And so that's very fortunate. That means that the majority of what you're experiencing is energetic. Because even though, obviously, what you're doing creates a lot of movement in your shoulder and your rotator cuff is intact, which is fantastic, it, most of what you're experiencing is energetic. So it's a sign. So here's what I would do is, is pay attention when your shoulders aren't hurting. Notice what you're doing. Where are you? What's happening? Um, so that you can see when you feel that there aren't burdens in your life. And then really pay attention when it is hurting. In fact, actually, when I'm looking at you, it looks like sometimes the pain is at the end of the day. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's when you're not painting that it hurts the most. Is that true? Well, you know, when it's most noticeable, really, is when I try to sleep. Okay. so I have to sleep uh-huh. practically flat on my back or flat on my stomach. Wow. Yeah, that's very interesting. So at the end of the day, after you've done all this shoulder work, you're getting kind of a delayed pain in a way instead of having it disrupt you at work, which is nice. I'm not having that. And so it looks like that it feels when the times when you are having time for yourself, somehow you're not feeling that you deserve it because the, this, this pain is coming when you're on your own time, not when you're at work or in a discussion with someone, it seems like, it's when you're, you're there just for yourself. It's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, interesting, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. So what can, what can you do to tell Mike that he's a great guy? Here's what I recommend. I recommend that you look in the mirror, and I, I'm serious about this, because um, I can actually hear you laughing about it, even though I haven't even told you what it is yet. I would recommend you look in the mirror, make direct eye contact, and say to yourself, I'm learning to love this man in the mirror. I'm learning to believe he's amazing. I'm learning to be proud of him. And I would do this at night (laughs) because that's when all of this is happening is in the evening when you're at rest. So I would definitely do this at night and um, begin to create a change so that your downtime when you're not doing things for other people, when you're there in your life for Mike, that it can be rewarding and fulfilling and not full of pain. Okay, I'll try it. Okay. And about the career, you are ready for a career change, even though energetically, I feel like, like you've got two more years of almost like going, I'm, I'm not liking my, it's almost like you need to not like it a little bit more. 
even <laughs> even though I'm not, I hope that isn't true. I hope that you get to move on sooner. But you know, kind of like um, you're not really giving yourself permission to move on to another job. But you are ready. I I think you're ready to have a, com- a completely different profession actually. Um, and I actually get it more in coaching. Whether you're um, coaching young people or you're coaching adults, finding a subject matter that you feel very confident at, that you feel enthusiastic about. But I think you're a great coach. I think you, that you know how to um, cheerlead people on. And I think that's what you should be doing in your life as a career. Well, that's very interesting. Why? Well, I don't know. You know, I just, I just actually quit coaching ah. about two years ago. And I, and I coached many sports. Mm-hmm. Mostly girls mm-hmm. for about ten or twelve years. Mm-hmm. Well, this would be—it it could be sports related, but it could be that you're even coaching people on making choices in their life. Like, if you're going to coach young people for their sports, you would do more of the mental approach, where you're helping them to coach their mind to be successful in their sports activities. So that's what I'm seeing: being more of a mental coach, oh, and cheerleading people on, giving them inspiration to be successful in whatever endeavors they're in, whether it's sports or not. And you could work with young people and adults. You work well with both of them. Okay, well. Okay. Give you something to think about. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for calling in, Mike. Well, thank you, Marie. I appreciate the advice. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. Okay, good night. Good night. Ah, So what is that phone number again, Tom? That number, if anybody wants to call with a question, is 877-825-8828. One more time, that phone number, 877-825-8828. And so it sounds like we're going to be taking a little break and then coming back on the air. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll see everyone back in just a few moments. Looking for a great holiday gift idea? How about a CD from Marie Manu Cherry? Marie currently has four CDs available. The seven primary chakras balance your human energy system. On this CD, Marie shares her clairvoyant side of the chakra system, what the chakras look like, their emotional component, and the anatomical areas of the human body they govern. Embrace your intuition. This CD is a teaching tool intended to help you learn how to access valuable intuitive information for you and your life so that you can live the fullest, happiest possible life. Over the years, Marie has developed techniques so that she too can access this type of information when working with her clients. She has taught these techniques in classes, and now they're available for you to learn with ease and in the convenience of your own home. An evening with Marie Manucherry and friends. Once per month, Marie's two-hour class creates a space where like-minded people can gather to learn and share with one another in the expansion of consciousness. Her classes are recorded live and consist of individual readings as well as audience questions and contain a wealth of information. Two CDs are currently available for your enjoyment. Get to know your human energy system. Marie explains the power of energy medicine to maintain health and wellness emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Connecting to the positive field of intuition. There is an unlimited supply of whatever you want in life just waiting for you to tap into it. Through her ability to see, hear, and move energy, Marie will share the deeper awareness necessary to connect to all there is so that you may live in abundant joy, love, health, and wealth. To order any of these CDs, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. And we have callers on the line, Tom, so why don't we go to our next caller? Of course. We've got uh, Cheryl on the line with us. Great. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Marie. Hi. What can I do for you? Well, I was calling um, because I recently, the last few days, I've had a little couple spells here and there with something going on with my heart. I don't even know exactly how to describe it, but um, I'm not sure if it's off beats or, or just kind of a... Uh, fuller sensation there or something. Mm-hmm. And is it is it more to the left of your chest or is it in the center? What, what do you? It's f- kind of, um, it's kind of like just off of my center line towards right, the left, right. kind, maybe closer to my center than far over. Right. And I I do feel tacky when I'm inside of you, so I I do feel like, like your heart rate is elevated. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm a little nervous right now. After I called, it was like, oh, boy, <laughs> oh I sorry, I can settle this thing down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, ha- are you having unusual sleep patterns? Yes, my sleep yeah. has been disrupted for a while now. Yeah, because actually, what, what happens in, when you're use when you use intuitive um, as a work or even as a just a passion in your life, um, many times when um, you're because to use intuition means that you're communicating with multiple time space realities, and and so all of a sudden I saw a picture of my previous. Um, at work career when I worked as a nurse and I used to work night shift uh-huh. and I um, got tachycardia. Um, uh-huh. In fact, I had to wear a harness for a while so that my, so the cardio cardiologist could monitor my heart. And so what happens when people get into sleep deprivation, it starts to affect the rhythm in your body and it can create um, tachycardia and other problems in, in your heart rate. Okay. So um, how, what have you done to normalize your sleep? Well, actually, the last couple nights have been better. I got on, um, I got online, and I googled acupressure points Great. for help uh, helping with sleep. Right. And actually, um, information from Bastyr University Excellent. came up. Yeah, and so there's a few points that you can do, and and that has been helpful. I immediately got a better night's sleep that first night, but then I started taking something um, um, like natural sleep aid from. Good. Yeah, and I, I think you really needed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, when did you notice the heart? Um, palpitations or unusualness? Um, like about three, four days ago. It was prior to my getting the good night's sleep. But, okay. But it kind of carried in there and stayed hung in there. Right. So Today I haven't had really any, any spell of it except for after I called. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it sounds like it's resolving. Yeah. It sounds like to me it's about sleep deprivation. Okay. And so that you're... you're um, I can't remember the term, but your the rhythm in your body is off, and, yeah. and so your body's having to work ten times harder in a way yeah. to get you through the day. And then after a while, our heart rates or other parts of our bodies can be affected by it. So I would continue to monitor it, and of course, if okay. if you have any concerns, please go and see your physician. But it sounds like that you're um, getting ahead of it. Now, here's the interesting thing: you need to shut your brain off before you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. not your it's not the easiest thing for you. It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. And so have you tried kind of feeling the rest of your body, like getting out of your beautiful brain and sitting somewhere below the neck inside your body, whether it's in your abdomen or your feet, so that you can stop thinking? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and so the pressure points obviously helped and the natural yeah. remedies helped you to sleep. Yeah. And so um, th- that's all wonderful. And also learning how to get out of your head that you can't solve all these problems. In fact, when I look at them, some of them are unsolvable, and most of them aren't even your problems. They're other people's problems. Is mm-hmm. that true? 
Yeah. Okay, so why are you trying to solve other people's problems? Um, that's a boundary issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, and try, just figuring out, yeah, I'm not responsible for everyone not. on the planet. <laughs> no, and, and what I love um, about you, I'm sure there's many things I would love about you if I actually got <laughs> to meet you, is that uh, you have expectations about what a person needs to be happy in their life and to have their life fulfilled, and I'm not even suggesting that you're inaccurate about that. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. what I am suggesting is that that's their decision and that's right. their choices and right. you need to decrease your expectations on what would be good for someone in someone else's life and just focus on your life. Yeah. Yeah. Because your body's actually being affected by you processing what could be good for someone else's life and worrying about their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this needs to change pronto. Yeah. And can I ask you one other Please, thing? Do yeah. you have a do you have any kind of sense if I'm anemic or not? Um actually I, I don't know if it would show up in your hematocrit or the hemoglobin, but when I'm in your ferritin, it feels low. Ferritin are the, the stores of iron in your body, uh-huh. so it feels like your ferritin is low. And yeah. sometimes when a person is anemic, if indeed you are, which I'm not seeing, but anything's possible, mm-hmm. that can affect your heart rate as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so if I'm taking um, sublingual B vitamin, B12 or anything, could that be wrong for my heart? Well, um, sometimes, be, how much are you taking? Do you know? Um. Well, just... I don't, I don't know right. right off the top of my head, but, you know, like one or two a day or... Right. And, and, and of course, this would be great questions to ask someone who's actually studied right. holistic medicine, right? And right. And just having to be a little novice when it comes to my family and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I know for myself, I'm sensitive to B vitamins. I need them, but I can get kind of excited when I take a lot of B vitamins. So okay. that could be part of it. But you do need your Bs. It's important. Yeah, yeah. So perhaps it's time to go in for a blood draw or get a little yeah, checkup. Yeah, I do. I, I have yes. the actual slip. I just haven't gotten into it yet. Excellent. So. That, that's mm-hmm. what I would recommend. And it sounds okay. like you're doing everything you can to heal your being and you're on the right track. And please find a way where you can come to peace with, with how other people are in their life and drop those expectations yeah. and let them have their life the way it is. You know, if it takes an individual 400,000 lifetimes to figure it out, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. We yeah. are eternal beings. So right. let them have their ups or their downs based on your perception, mm-hmm. but appreciate them where they are yeah. and, and not get so worried about where you think they need to be. Sure. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. much. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Tom, we have um, a few more callers on the line, so why don't we go ahead and start answering those questions. We do. We have uh, Hedy on the line. Hi, Hedy. I'm actually, my name is Hedy, and Hedy. I'm Alicia's mom. Alicia's and mom. And she said I should call you. Oh, is this Alicia the acupuncturist? You bet. Oh, that's lovely. Hi, Alicia's mom. Hi. <laughs> what, um, what can I do for you? Okay. I've, for, the year, for quite a few years, I've been having various problems with my back. My spinal cord. First, it started with my neck, and I uh, started. I went through two years of rolfing, and it made it much better. Actually, went away, and then my lower back started, and I've been struggling with that for years. And I've done everything, all the alternative stuff I could think of, and and nothing helped very much. And just lately, I've found my way into Vinny Yoga and decided to get a certification. So I've been uh, practicing. And my neck is starting to bother me, and I don't know whether it's because of the yoga, the way I'm doing it, or whether it's because of the muscles I haven't used recently, or I, I wasn't sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I work out three, three, at least three times a, a week. It's not like I'm not getting exercise. Right. And 
So that's where I am. Right. And I'm sure you have tried as many things as you can, knowing your daughter. You bet. And how wise she is with alternative medicine. I'm sure that she's helped you in every way that she could. Um, so the spine is about your will. And, and so when a person is forcing their will, either with themselves or with others, instead of um, surrendering to the divine and get, kind of getting out of the way and allowing yourself to align to um, the wisdom of the divine, that's what can cause back pain. Um, the neck pain, the cervical p- the pain in the neck is from not speaking one's truth. And truth doesn't come from the brain, in my opinion. I love the brain. It's an incredible organ. It helps us with our linear decisions, so balancing our checkbook, driving directions, things of that nature. But it, when it comes down to asking certain questions about ourselves or feeling our feelings about who to love or where to live or what to do for a living, then we want to engage with the rest of our mind. So the cells below the neck know how to feel joy or the lack of joy. And so learning to get into your body just a little bit more, which I think you're doing a great job with, but learning to kind of get out of the way of um, having things to be a particular way, which kind of reminds me of the last caller, but in a slightly different way. I think that um, you're a bright woman and you do have an idea about how things need to be. And then when they don't turn out that way, I think it can make you feel a little frustrated. Is that true? Yeah, but I'm retired now. I don't really worry about a whole lot, except my kids. Right. Because I'm in family members. I'm in primarily family members. And and so part of this is about surrendering. And, And when I see this aspect of control, it isn't necessarily even externally controlling. And I'm not saying that that isn't part of it, but internal controlling is even harder on the body because internal control means that you're, you're making decisions for your life, perhaps based on how you think it needs to be rather than just allowing yourself to make decisions just because it makes you happy. Um, in other words, um, one of the ways that, that I'm trying to explain this is like when I was married, I did a lot of things that did not make me happy. I didn't realize it at the time, but I did a lot of things to make my husband happy and to do things that I thought would make my children happy. And so I was controlling my own behavior or rather than feeling what would make me really happy and then asking for what I want. And that's what people do who self-control. They over They think about what would make other people happy and then they do it rather than what will make me happy. And that's very hard on the spine. Mm. Does this make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and, and you know what? Right now, I, I almost feel like all this sorrow inside of you. I, I mean, I just feel this like um, sorrow about doing this, about working so hard to make sure that everybody's okay. And everybody is okay. So it's re- really important to just let people be where they are and go ahead and figure out what's going to make Hedy happy. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So the the throat chakra, which is um, governs the, the cervical vertebrae, the throat chakra is about speaking your truth, and your truth comes from deep within you, and it's only about you. Um, in other words, when you express your truth, it doesn't even matter what other people think. It just matters if it's true for you, and truth can change over time. In fact, I think evolution is wonderful, and so change is a natural part of evolution. So when you're speaking your truth, make sure it comes from what you're feeling and what feels right to you without having to censor, is this okay with everybody else? Okay. There's a throat chakra exercise where you make up a language, one that you don't know that has harsh or guttural sounds in it, and you speak it out loud for one minute every day towards a blank wall. Um, and, and so I would do this exercise, kind of forcibly make up this language and speak out loud every day for a minute. And this will help take the pressure off your neck. I think doing the yoga, yoga is excellent for you. I, I think you're on the right track with that. And I, I think that perhaps um, what I'm getting is when you're in the yoga, you're even getting um, some like 
inspiration or some sort of intuitiveness, and then you're not able to express it or um, pass it on to someone else. And so I think that's why the blockage in the cervical vertebrae is is occurring. Okay. Okay. Not to mention the fact that you've had chronic pain for so long in your body that sometimes it just may not feel very familiar without the pain. Well, that's what I got, you know, is, is that part about that you're so used to chronic pain, it feels maybe more normal when you are in pain. And, and I think you're getting more and more used to not being in pain, but still it's not, it's not your comfort zone as of yet, but you're working on it. Well, thank you very much. You're so welcome. So do the fifth chakra exercise and learn to let things be just the way they are. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. Thank you so much for calling in. You bet. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so our phone number tonight, even though we're getting close to you know our time here on the air, our phone number, our toll-free number is 877-825-8828. And we're going to go ahead and take another call. And this one's from um, Seattle area. Yes, we've got uh, Michelle on the line. Oh. Great. Hi, Michelle. What can I do for you? Well, Marie, you know me. I do? <laughs> okay. I was, there on, I was there on Tuesday. Oh, great. you helped me so much oh, by thinking good. about all the things that I needed to work on, all my homework, and I received the information from Karen, and uh, gosh, how um, hmm, serendipity for that lady who was just the other caller to talk about the throat chakra, because that's (laughs) the exercise that I need to work on. Right. And it's, yeah, okay, so I wanted to let you know that I'm working toward it, and I just, these books were leaping off the library shelves at me. Oh, great. Which how books? to say how to say no? Wow, nice. Yeah, stop people pleasing forever. Okay. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a good one. Susan Newman, PhD, nice. and then Marianne Williamson, who I love, The Gift of Change. The Gift of Change. How Those lovely! Were, I know, I know. And the other one that you wanted me to to, to uh, check out the In the Meantime. Yes. Or in the meanwhile, yes. I put that one on hold. So wonderful. I just I just wanted to let you know that I just appreciate you so much, and I was oh, thrilled. Thank you. That I was able to actually remember that you were on the radio tonight <laughs> to listen to you. And are you the Michelle that left me flowers? Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you so much for leaving me those flowers. They're beautiful. In fact, Karen and I have been looking at them, my assistant Karen, because we put them near um, where we can see the green hydrangeas in the backyard. Of course, they're just leaves right now. But they look so beautiful, that purple, that alpine purple um, with well, the green I mean- leaves. And you know, I told you what that was all about, yes. right? <laughs> yes. You know, that, all that, about. Yeah, you were going to yeah. go take care of someone else who you felt isn't always nice to you. And you really wanted to go for a walk. So <laughs> in, instead, you shared what, what you were going to share with this other person with me and yourself, I, I guess. And then you went for a walk. I really appreciate you. So I sat in the Juanita Park for a while and I enjoyed the, the view there. And I read one of the books I've been reading. And then I did. I went for a walk before my chiropractic appointment. I just wanted to say thank you. You are so so welcome. I'm so glad that you are learning to say no and that you're choosing yourself. And thank you so much for the flowers. We're really enjoying them. You are so welcome. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Michelle. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, that was so sweet. That was lovely. These flowers are very cute. They're like from the mountains, like alpine flowers. I've never seen them before. They're just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. that sounds nice. It was very sweet. So I noticed we have another caller on the line. We do. We have one last caller for the night, and we have Janine on the line. Hi, Janine. What can I do for you? Well, I have a question. Lately, in mostly in the evenings when it's very quiet in the house, I've been seeing like just peripherally figures kind of just going through the room or and light orbs going through my room in the house. And I'm just wondering, 
what am I seeing? Is someone trying to get a message to me? What is this? Right. Well, I love what you're seeing. I'm actually really happy for you, and I'm kind of jumping up for joy inside my body. You're beginning to see the other side. So um, for, for most of humanity, there's this veil that surrounds the earth plane and separates human beings from the non-physical world. And and the veil, it actually looks like a placenta to me, literally not a veil. But this veil um, was created a long time ago, probably in, in the beginning when human beings stopped believing in themselves to protect human beings from going crazy. Mm. Uh, because if human beings had access to the consciousness that was available outside of the Earth's atmosphere, many of them may have felt that they were going to go nuts. So you're thinning the veil for you. So the veil thins right now per individual, per individual, you know, kind of on an individual basis where ultimately we'll have a conscious, like a quantum shift in consciousness. And then we probably won't need mediums anymore because everybody will be able to talk to their loved ones and family members. Probably won't happen in our lifetime, mm. but your veil, the veil that, is near you it's beginning to thin yeah so shadows like you see them out of the peripheral vision Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. shadows mean that you're beginning to see beings that live on the other side so at least on the fifth dimension perhaps in other time space realities orbs are could be angels or guides they're beings of light um, that are being attracted to you because once the veil starts to thin for an individual that individual becomes what i call on the radar so oh. so how I describe it, um, when I first started to talk to people who live on the other side, or what many people describe as dead, even though I don't believe that anything ever dies, mm-hmm. um, um, I was told by people who live on the other side who are coming to visit me, I was quite surprised by this, that my home looked like blinding white light on the other side. And that was an indication to them to, to know that there was a lady who lived in this house who could talk to people who were not in a body. Oh, interesting. So people become, you, you, you're beginning to become on the radar. And luckily, you are a really happy person most of the time. So your energy is high. So you're, you are bringing wonderful warm light inside of you. And you're having these experiences that I think are positive. Mm-hmm. This is only going to continue to grow. That's kind of exciting. Yes. And so whenever you get scared, if you do. Well, I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I, I would love for you to do two things. One, and speak out loud when you do this, because until human beings learn to get out of their brain and spend more time in their body, the other side is, is trying to understand, are they talking about a tuna fish sandwich, putting gas in their car? Because <laughs> human beings think of multiple things at one time, and it's kind of confusing. Mm. So if you could say out loud, only those who are here for my highest good may remain in my energy system. That's just a protection. I think you're perfectly fine. You've got great energy around you, but it's just always nice to say something that makes us feel like, okay, I'm fine. Okay. And then um, also say, I know I'm scared, but I really want this because you do. I do. You're right. I know you do. It's a little spooky. It's exactly what happened to me in the beginning before I began to see physical shapes and Ah. and what many people have described to me before they began to actually see physical shapes, too. So you are right on track. You're doing all the right stuff, and it's only going to get better. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. Well, thank you, I think. Yeah. (laughs) It's always when I'm alone, it's like, ooh, I know. That's because you probably need some quiet around you and some peace. And then these things are always around us all the time anyway. Mm -hmm. So you're just beginning to see what is already there. Terrific. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Well, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about our upcoming shows in December. Um, on December 6th, we have Alicia Weinberg and Martha Baldine. Um, Alicia Weinberg as, is an, um, an acupuncturist, and Martha Baldine is the founder and creator of Spirit of Beauty products. And together, uh, the, Alicia provides facial um, acupuncture facelifts, and I've been having them for a while, and so have many of my friends, and we all look fabulous. So they're going to be on the, on the show um, talking about this great product and um, a great way to to change perhaps your collagen, make it a little bit puffier or stronger. I should say puffy is probably not the right word, but stronger collagen so that your skin can look fresher and more alive no matter what your age is. And then on December 20th, I will have um, Zora Pacio, who is the owner and the nurse practitioner for the Woodenville Women's Clinic. And we're going to talk about alternative health care for women, regardless of what um, stage of our life we tend to be in and um, all of that good stuff. So I want to thank everyone for listening tonight and for the callers who called in. Um, your questions were interesting and I hope they were interesting for all the listeners as well. I also hope that my answers um, helped you in some way. So everyone drive safely. Have a wonderful holiday. I won't be here live on the air on um, Thanksgiving but there will be recordings of previous shows so if you have time I hope you tune in. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you soon. Views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.